hola, hola, por la cola. For all those people who don't know what that means, that means what's up from the butt. Because <laughs> apparently that's what this episode's going to be all about. Jesus. Welcome back to my wonderful little podcast. My wonderful little my podcast. My wonderful podcast. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Que Estas Viendo. I am your motherfucking bitch ass of a host, Eduardo Salis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I even get started, make sure you guys are following me on all social media um, at esalise27. Sometimes it's with a Z, sometimes it's with an S. I don't know. Just figure it out. Just look for my face. My face is very identifiable. <laughs> if you don't know what I look like, well, get to know what the fuck I look like, bitches, because I'm beautiful. I am beautiful. I am beautiful in every single way. Words can't tear me down, so please be nice, you fucking whores. Anyways, I'm excited to do another recap of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, I forgot what episode we're on. Um, but it's the one after Glamazon Prime. <laughs> so let's get into it. So last week was a Glamazon Prime episode where Georges won the challenge and Miss Jasmine Ketamine and Miss Maddie Morphosis were in the bottom. Where Maddie sadly sashayed away. So the girls walk back into the workroom and we see Maddie's lipstick message. Her message says, don't be afraid to be yourself. What? Be kind and be stupid. You know, Jasmine is so fucking happy she sent Maddie home. Like she felt super confident, especially after their blowout and untucked because they got in a huge motherfucking fight. And um, Jasmine let Maddie know this is their moment. <laughs> have your moment <laughs> fucking bitch but listen uh, this bitch was like super confident i mean honestly if i had to go up against like maddie morphosis i probably would be confident too because she does not look like a boot and school type of girl she doesn't and then like jasmine is just a fucking dancer so show you know that she's gonna bring the house down fucking boots oh that was a terrible tongue pop oh my god let me do that again before i get my gay car revoked there we go! Yeah! Um, Lady Camden was like close to the top and she's just like inching her way up there and she's just like revving her engines. She's like, I'm gonna get this win. I'm gonna get this win. You will eventually, sis, but we'll see what happens. Um, Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But Lady Camden, calm down. Just, just take a deep breath and just keep doing what you're doing, girl. Don't get in your head. George is extremely happy that she won the challenge and she finally feels like she fucking made her mark. Some of the other girls are fucking pressed about it. Like Miss Diabetti. Ooh, she's like, I'm so happy for you, George's. That is the sexiest napkin I've seen anyone wear. Dia literally doesn't feel like George should have been in the top. <sighs> oh my god, so here we go again. And, and here's my thing. Like just be happy for the bitch, okay? Because it's like at the end of the day, it's, it's none of your, it's not your opinion. Because like you're, I, here's the thing. Everyone, even even me on this fucking podcast, my opinions are not golden nuggets. They're just opinions, and like everyone's opinion. What is that saying? Everyone has an asshole. And shit always comes out of it. It's the same thing about everyone's opinion. Everyone has one. Something like that. I don't remember. Just some white people fucking saying shit. Um, but anyways um everyone has an opinion not everyone's opinion is a fucking gold fucking nugget and dia just thinks that her opinions are sh like should be held at a higher standard 
And I'm just like, no, girl, like it ain't your business. Like, why are you so pressed? Just do what you do. And then like, let George just do what she does. Obviously, like the judges really liked it. And so here's my thing. Do what you do and know what you know and make sure that the judges like it. Obviously, like she did something that the judges didn't necessarily like and didn't necessarily like um, she wasn't giving. But uh, where was I going with this? I don't know. I lost my train of thought. But just do you, bitch. Just do you. Quit focusing on other people. and Quit having other opinions about other people. Like your opinion's not a fucking gold nugget. Just like mine isn't on this podcast. It's just an opinion. Everyone has one. Um, Daya's definitely not happy being safe from all the shit that she's made because she made glasses, the appliques. She made it from fucking nothing. Um, and she felt like she did a lot compared to other people. But here's my thing. And, he, and I think I've said this before. It doesn't matter how hard you fucking work. It matters how smart you work. So if you're working with a silhouette that fucking works for you and that looks good on you, guess what? You're going to make it to the top. But if you think that you are doing the most and that doing the most is going to help you get somewhere and help you do something and go up and, you know, you get to the top, it's just not going to fucking happen. Like there was a lot of things, like it was a lot to look at from diabetic it really was a lot i like the look but it was just a lot she had the glasses she had the appliques she, uh, the 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 giant yellow hair she wore the same makeup as last week like it was a lot daya be happy that you were safe <laughs> just be happy you were safe and move on um uh georgia say said the exact same thing i just said like she wore the same makeup as last week she didn't iron out some of the spots in her dress before stepping out onto the runway. Um, and Daya's just pressed about Georgia's winning the challenge. Like, oh God, here we go. This storyline again. Um, and then Georgia's is kind of frustrated and she feels like other people feel like she didn't work as hard on her garment. But once again, it's about working smart, not hard. You can sit here and like sew the most intricate things, but if you know what works for you, if you know your silhouette, if you know how things work on your body, girl, that's all you fucking need. You don't need like giant hair. You don't need the most constructed outfit in the world. If you know it works, it works. And that's how you do the game, mama. Know what works for you. Anyways, let's see what happens next. La 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 la. It's a new day in the workroom. New day in the workroom. Georges is feeling really good. She's really happy that she won the challenge. And hell, she won $5,000. And they have a little conversation about what happened yesterday. And she pretty much says, fuck what Daya said about Georges. And she's, Georges is just being shady towards Daya. And I fucking love this moment. Be Just because it's like... She's saying, your opinion doesn't matter, bitch. The judge's opinion matters. Everything that I just said a couple minutes ago. And, um, you know, if some girls don't agree with me being at the top, it is what it is. What matters is what the judges say. The whole entire time, Daya is giving looks on looks on what George is saying. Like, mouth wide open, OMGing, oh my godding, rolling her eyes. <laughs> well i guess that's one way to express your feelings daya um and then out of nowhere like daya just wants to say that she's sorry to georges and i don't believe this apology for one motherfucking second and neither does jasmine she's like hmm, it's faker than my breast plate Ooh, 
Jesus, excuse me. <laughs> I didn't mean to burp. That came out of nowhere. I'm sorry. That was <laughs> that was not pleasant. <laughs> but anyways, Jasmine does not think her apology is real. She thinks that it's faker than her fucking breastplate. And I fucking agree with this bitch. I'm like, you don't just get to fucking roll your eyes while someone's like having a moment. And have your mouth wide open and then and then like apologize i'm sorry that was like donald trump apologizing to fucking obama like it's fake as shit and i like that yeah betty but like this narcissist i i feel like this was said so she doesn't get hate online like she had like a self-awareness moment she's like oh if i don't apologize to this bitch because she's gonna be a fan favorite and i already know it i might as well just apologize to her now and get this over with and i'm like mm-hmm. nope but say what you feel if that's if, here's one thing that i do respect about dia dia betty says what she thinks and she says what she feels even if it's wrong I respect that. I respect that because especially because of like these newer seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, they're not as real. They're really not just because like they're so worried and so focused about what everybody else is saying that you don't like everybody edits themselves. And there's rarely a level of authenticity when it comes to, you know, these, these, um, what are they called? Um, their, their, their personal interviews. And so I, I respect this bitch. I respect it. I don't respect that fake apology though, but I respect Daya for speaking her mind and, and, you know, being that bitch. I respect that. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> RuPaul. Oh, <sighs> okay. The siren goes off and then RuPaul appears on the screen. My Queens. To be part of my dynasty, you need to put the D in Alice the B in the old and the beautiful what and the Y in the hung and the restless remember as the stomach turns so do the gaze of our lives and then RuPaul walks in y'all um RuPaul says that they're halfway through which I call bullshit because there's two four there's a lot of bitches still here there's a lot of motherfucking bitches um I don't believe that. Um, they're like, we're halfway through the race. Um, you need to put the, the, the stiletto to the metal where they are going to star in a daytime soap opera called the Daytona Winds. Um, where it's going to center between the Davenports, the O'Hara's, and the Michaels, which is like the three, I want to say the three biggest uh, drag families in RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, I mean, come on. Like, you have... Um, Oh, fuck. Did I just blank on everyone's name? There, there's so many of these bitches. The one that comes to my mind when it comes to Michael is like Chad Michaels and then Cameron Michaels, the O'Hara's, um, Raj O'Hara, you know, and then you have Eureka O'Hara, and then you have the Davenports, and there's so many fucking Davenports, because there's there's a lot in uh, Texas, and then there's like a lot in, um, in New York. Um, I don't know if any of them have moved to LA yet, but I know a lot of them are in New York and Texas. As far as Davenport's go. Lady Camden is fucking feeling her oats. Because she's like. Ooh, I went to acting school. Bitch I got this. She is so excited. Um, and the most exciting thing. And the most soul crushing thing. Is that RuPaul's going to direct. It is one of the coolest things. And one of like the most nerve wracking things. That you can 
think of because bitch you have to improve you why can't i speak you have to impress rupaul like it's no one's business this is the main star of the show who is going to judge the fuck out of you you have to impress so if you fuck up he sees every sweat every glimmer every every uh line miss he sees everything so if you're not on top of your game bitch you out that's the coolest and the most scariest thing it's so freaky because like you know as the, as, the, as the franchise gets bigger and bigger like not a lot of the girls get a lot of time with rupaul anyways you know because it's a scripted televised show and um it's just like on top model like as as the seasons kept on going you they girl the girls saw less and less of tyra same shit Anyways, so Georges won last week, and uh, she gets to decide the roles, and I'm so happy about this. I hope she is shady as fuck, especially to Daya. Come, come on, who doesn't like a little drama? Like, it's a reality TV show. I love the drama. Give me the drama, mama. And so, I'm excited for this. This is going to be a good time. Lines, 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 lines. I say that just because they have a script in their hands. <laughs> Joy just passes out the scripts. Deja looks at the fucking script and she's like, holy shit, this is thick, mama. This is thick as someone's dick. <laughs> I make myself laugh. I'm funny. Um, Daya is kind of shitting herself because Georges could potentially screw her over on this challenge, especially because of what happened the, the day before and then what happened earlier that morning. Um... I wish that would have happened because George is just being cordial and just letting the girls pick their parts. You know, I'm really waiting for the day where a bitch that gets to hand out the scripts, she gets to be like, mm, this is you, this is you, this is you, this is you. And it's completely left of what everybody is. I am waiting for that moment. I want that moment. I want the person who wins the challenge to be a fucking bitch and just completely throw everything that they want out the window and just give them something else i would love that because normally like you would get like a bitch that would complain like once or twice you know like oh i'm gonna get my roll and then everybody else is happy but like i want to see where everybody's unhappy and then just creates drama I want, I, because it's a competition. You want to fuck up these bitches. You don't, you don't want to give them like the best thing. I wish people would start looking at it as a, like a, as a competitive nature instead of quit thinking about what everybody else is thinking. I'm sorry, but if they bitches ain't paying your motherfucking bills, they can go suck a fucking dick. But I understand, you know, they don't want to get hate online, but I just really want it to happen. I really wish we can take the, the social aspect from RuPaul's Drag Race out of it and then just focus on the competition. And I really would love to see how these girls would act. Kind of like in the first couple of seasons. Mm, that would be great. Anyways. um, Georgia says, like, you know what? I'm, I'm letting y'all choose your roles. So if you suck, like, it's on you, bitches. Um, so they're looking through it. They all need to figure out what part that they want, how many lines they have. Carrie says that the strongest parts are going to be the mothers. Um, they have the most lines. Um, the small roles are a potential win because you can get absolutely crazy with the character. And I'm I'm a firm believer of that. I think if I were to even um, be in this situation, I would not pick the biggest role. Specifically because 
I would not want that many lines to memorize because if you honestly do think about it, you would be more enthralled and focused on memorizing your lines instead of being the character. But if you have like a character who's like in the in like the middle, listen, you have the most potential to completely blow it out of the water. At least I think. Because in my head, I'm like, I'm not a very good memorizer, so give me something in the middle or give me, like, the lowest fucking denominator character with, like, two lines. Because there's no such thing as, like, small roles, only small actors. I'm familiar with that. There's a... You can absolutely kill it with, like, three lines. We've seen it several times happen before where, like, a person that only has, like, two lines completely kills it. Um, But I that would be me. Middle to blow. So I can get crazy with the character and really focus on the characterization. Because I'm an actor, darling. I'm an actor. I'm just kidding. I'm not an actor. I've done plays in the past, but I didn't really give a fuck about them because I, listen, I had a, I had a teacher who like handed out everyone's lines and we didn't have a chance to audition for shit. I remember she gave me, I think, I think after my freshman year, like, because I didn't get shit my freshman year and I really tried. And then like going to my sophomore, my junior year, she's like, here, you're going to be, you're, you're going to be a dude named Tommy for like two plays consecutively and those parts weren't shit and like they were boring i didn't care for them and i it's not like i had an opportunity to try out for anything else because she didn't give a fuck she already had everyone predetermined before she even handed out the scripts no no, no. she had the characters predetermined the year before so it's like okay bitch Mm -mm, i don't care about your fucking play your play sucks anyways well yeah anyways um, Lady Camden is kind of freaking out because everyone is choosing their roles and she's still on the fucking first page. Um, so she kind of just got the bottom of the barrel, the shit that no one else wanted. Um, so she was kind of freaking out. She was just like, I just hope the drag gods are looking not on me. Well, she's not country. She's, she's, uh, English. I just hope that the drag gods are looking out on me. I really need your help that was australian oh my god i'm terrible at accents maybe i'm not an actor (laughs) anyways um but come to find out the part that she plays lady camden and angeria get to kiss which i'm really excited for because like they have like this weird like little chemistry going on i feel like they're gonna fuck out like once like they're out of the competition i feel like they're going to yeah (laughs) but now i'm like thinking who's gonna be the top I think it's Angeria. Angeria might be a little feminine, but I feel like she gives like really top energy. And Lady Camden is just like bottom bitch. That's just me though. I wonder what y'all think. Who would fuck who? Hmm. Anyways, Willow is happy about this acting challenge because anything that she gets to do wacky, like she's happy. She, I, I love her because she's super camp, but she's super high fashion. So I'm excited with what she's gonna do with this, especially with the camp, because she goes wild. She goes ham, but and she wants another win, and she deserves another win because I love Willow. Um, they are shady. Okay, listen, I am all about, I'm all about having realistic moments. But, like, the camera's being really shady to Deja because they showed her crack. This bitch is out here dealing crack. And they couldn't have given her, like, a warning, a sign-off. And they had to include that, like, in the final cut. That's whack. <laughs> crack is whack. <laughs> That's fucked up. You should have told Deja to fill up her pants, bitch. Anyways. 
Willow and Bosco one day are in a group. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do with their parts. Dio really wants to fucking stand out and not be saved because she's... Ugh, she wants to claw her way to the top. She really does. Um, Bosco is the only one... Oh, God, I need to write my... <laughs> my fucking outlines better bosco has only one scene but she feels confident and she feels like she can do it justice it's a very reba i don't know she says something about reba mcintyre so i guess she's gonna look like the bitch and have like no top lip um carrie's excited and we can see from how she's acting with deja and georgia's that she is going crazy she's going over dramatic she is giving me the ah oh what uh-huh. <laughs> she's just like really giving it her all and it's just so entertaining to watch i love carrie colby um deja is struggling on memorizing um her lines and the bitch has a big load but i'm shocked because like why are you worried you're used to having huge loads <laughs> of laundry because <laughs> you nobody trying to fuck you deja <laughs> just kidding um maybe some uh hairless road will eventually <laughs> um georgia's is really weird because she really needs to be on point because the last two speaking uh challenges she was fucking terrible like she was well that's what she said um i think she just here's my thing there's other people who did worse on those challenges so it's like you're fine it wasn't the worst but it wasn't the best wait she wasn't the bottom on the second one the first one she wasn't but the second one she was, now that I think about it. So it's like, Georgia's better fucking bring it. Especially since she won the challenge last week. And I hope she fucking does. Because um, I love Georgia. So she's like my little Mexicana. And so like I'm rooting for my for my whale Mexicans. My whale Mexicans. Not a whale pill, but a big pill. Georgia's. And someone brought this to my attention the other day. And I'm just going to say this real quick. So like they were like, if her name is Jorge. And she wanted to match Jorge with Gorgeous. Why don't you just call her Horges? <laughs> Horges, Horges. <laughs> oh, hello, it is. It's Horges. <laughs> like, imagine. All right, all right, all right. Ooh, that was really okay. Um, <laughs> it's time to shoot in front of RuPaul. RuPaul, RuPaul, RuPaul. By the way, I don't know if you guys ever noticed, like on the set, but like you can see a picture of Raja O'Hara and you and Eureka. Um, on the walls. That's one thing that I noticed. Uh, a little Easter nugget because there was their promo pics for all six. Oh my god. Better. Um, does anyone know who Joan Collins is? Um, I don't know any of white culture. So who the fuck is this bitch? But she says acting isn't about feeling. It's about your camera angles. <laughs> Those people in the dark are watching you, maybe with a fistful of lotion. Well, geez, I hope someone's masturbating to a picture of me. <laughs> That'll make me feel so pretty. <laughs> um, first is Deja Sky, uh, Carrie, and Georges. They're up first, which is um, nerve-wracking because, like, they're the first ones to go. And then RuPaul's, like, out here giving them advice. And so the girls have a chance to be better their go-around because they're not first. That sucks. That has to be, like, nerve-wracking. Um, but RuPaul says it's Florida. It's hot. Give it a Southern accent. <laughs> Deja tries, but she completely loses her accent really quick. Like she, she, 
don't even think I can do a I can do a like a little country southern accent. And Deja, little Miss Deja Sky, she goes straight into her southern accent and absolutely loses it completely. I y'all I don't understand what the fuck she be doing. And then Carrie Listen, Carrie does a great job and RuPaul loves Carrie Colby, especially with her accent, with her lovely southern accent and the pauses. I just can't do this anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> Carrie did a good job. Georges is next. And the thing that kills me about fucking Georges is that she walks in through the door and then she says her line. And then she pauses and then starts making faces. Did I leave the car on? Do I have my purse? Did I leave the stove on? Why is that person ugly? Did they do something? Oh my God, it's a squirrel. I farted. Ooh, hopefully no one listens. Face, face, face. Giving you face, body, face. For those who are real Drag Race fans, that was part of Bibi Zahara's Benet line from her cover girl when she sang her song when she did her little boom scoop anyways but george's telenovela experience is great like it really worked in her favor because have you ever seen a telenovela like they're so dramatic and they're so crazy and they're super cuckoo cocker crazy i it's like the best thing in the world if you want to go to school for the draw for like overacting and watch a telenovela they're fucking great they're fucking great just go watch them Anyways, um, listen, Jasmine pops out and this bitch looks like exactly like Alyssa Edwards It's so uncanny. Um, <laughs> she's also trying to do a country accent and it's so terrible as fuck, but it's funny as hell. It's so terrible. It's fucking funny. <laughs> Maxine, <laughs> aha, got a secret to tell you. You're not gonna like it. <laughs> At least that's what I got from it. Maxine! <laughs> so stupid. I love Willow and her voice. Um, That shit's fucking cracking me up. Like when she came in. Um, and especially because she had like this little fucking tiny perch. What the fuck are you going to put in there? Like your fucking eyelashes? Because it's not going to hold anything. Like <laughs> her and fucking Lizzo. I swear. Anyways. Sorry. Um. I love Willow's voice because she's like, I think our invitations got lost in the email. <laughs> I think she did a lower voice than I did, but she's funny. Deja or Daya. Daya. God, why do we have to have two people with a, two similar names? Deja and Daya. Because I'd be calling Deja Daya and Deja Daya. What the fuck did I just say? That didn't make sense. But they're one of them needs to get eliminated soon because I can't keep saying their names like that. Anyways, Daya's voice is annoying as fuck for me. She's like, we're here for your tiny, tiny dad of hearts. And it's just, I just want to punch her. I just want to punch her. Bosco looks like fucking Reba McIntyre house down boots. And I literally thought she was kidding when she said that she's going to dress up as Reba McIntyre. But she did. Kudos to you, boobity boo. Lady Camden. Oh my God. Maxine! This shit's great. And RuPaul is calling her captivating. And let me tell you, she's going to bask in that shit for fucking ever. She's going to be like, hmm, 
Oh, oh! Did you want to challenge? <laughs> RuPaul called me captivating. Oh yeah. Now Nigeria is struggling so hard, and it's killing me because she keeps on forgetting her lines, and it reads all over her face. And I'm like, Nigeria, no! Nigeria, no! Nigeria, no! But you know what else are you gonna do? You you can't make these bitches be good. You know, I don't know why this is like killing her because she did great on the first acting challenge. I'm pretty sure she won the act, the first acting challenge. You ugly bitch. So I don't know. I was, I was expecting more of that, but you know, let's see what happens next. It's elimination day. Time to paint the face. Time to paint the face. Time to paint the face. Ooh, that should be a song. Ooh, if any drag queens are ever listening to my podcast, that should be a song. Time to paint the face. Time to paint the face. Time to paint the face. I'll write you some lyrics. I'm very good at writing lyrics, bitches. Anyways, and Jerry is worried, um, especially because she faltered so hard on the Daytona Win Challenge. Carrie is excited to see the, the playback. And Willow says Angie struggles to think about the worst case scenario when in reality, she just needs to fucking breathe. Bitch, it ain't that serious. It's just drag. Um, Daya and Georges have like a little moment. Daya asks Georges, have you forgiven me yet? Because I'm so obsessed with you and we are here to win. Um, she says she's not complaining because she's been safe. Um, she's not complaining about being safe, but she is. <laughs> like, girl, you've been complaining since last three episodes about being safe. And she says, um, it's her competitiveness and not wanting her friend to succeed. Bosco says that it doesn't bring out the best in her. And here's my thing. It like competition does not bring the best out of anybody. I mean, like, unless you're just like one of those bitches, but like, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Com competition does not bring out the best in me. I am a mean, I am rotted. I'm gutted. I'm very competitive because I want to fucking win and I will slay any fucking cut nugget motherfucker who comes into my fucking domain you, like if i especially if i see you as a competition who bitch it's on like motherfucking donkey kong and there's nothing wrong with that and like one thing that i hate about drag race is like i want to see the real rotted guttedness of like the queens i mean don't get me wrong we kind of saw it with fifi o'hara because fifi was a cut nugget when it came to competitions like she was raw and um that's how i am so if i <laughs> i'm gonna have a lot of hate if i ever go on to track race <laughs> because like come on i would cut these bitches down like so hardcore I'd be like you ain't shit yo mama said you ain't shit bitch your mama did no i'm just kidding um but i i think that's i wish that there would there would be like a lot more authenticity when it comes to drag race and just like letting people like just show who they are instead of having this fucking hate online like it's a fucking tv show let these bitches be who they are like if there are like if there are cunts on in competition let them be a fucking cunt i want to see it i want to breathe it i want to live it i want to experience it um just because it's like it's such good tv like y'all can hate on fifi or um uh, i forgot what her name is anyways y'all can hate on fifi no matter what but you cannot say that she did not make great tv she was fucking fantastic and if y'all didn't hate her so much on fucking line maybe fifi would still exist and she would come back to drag race but no y'all had to be cunts to her and then now she doesn't exist and wants nothing to do with the fucking franchise you fucking cunt nuggets jesus i fucking hate that i really fucking hate that um 
like I said, she made great TV. She was like the villain. She was the greatest villain of all RuPaul's Drag Race history. And like y'all had to slay that bitch down. Like it was no one's business. If anything, I w- I'm rooting for her. I'm rooting for her for everything. Um, I still follow her on social media. And she's actually a sweetheart. Um, it's just in a competition setting, she's just not a very good person. And neither am I. So I vibe with Fifi on that one. Well, Fifi doesn't exist. Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy is her name. Jeremy. So it's not Fifi, it's Jeremy. Jeremy. Okay, sorry about that, Jeremy. I'm a huge fan. Um, da 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 dong bong. Today, it, today's runaway is chaps on the runway, chaps on the runway, chap 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 chaps on the runway, chaps on the runway, chaps on the runway. And one thing that they did bring up was um, a Folsom, the Folsom Street Fair that's held out in San Fran. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, it is a kink festival where people literally go out there naked. People are, are, are out there fucking on the streets. They have leather chaps. They go to explore their sexuality. It's fucking hot. Like people would literally be out naked and like all of a sudden like you turn around and people are sucking dick and then like you have like a foursome happening like right next to you out of fucking nowhere. Um, Bosco says that there is family friendly and non-friendly. Um, when it comes to gay spaces and I do agree I do agree that some spaces are great and should be family friendly but like places like Folsom need to keep their authenticity and to be kept non-family friendly where you shouldn't take your kids um because like god damn it like something should not be inclusive to all, to everybody I'm not gonna lie some spaces just need to be gay spaces and for, for some straight people, please understand, it's not that we hate you. We just w- don't want you there because we want to express ourselves. Folsom is a very good example where that should be where it should be. And you're not invited. Don't go unless you're willing to fuck and be in leather and do, deal with the kinks and be naked. Um, pride is cute. Pride is great. Um, sometimes pride is not sometimes you see some shit at pride um some things are family family and some things are not and like especially at the club like here's my thing because <sighs> like gays are always like we're so friendly like we love the streets at the club but it's like no mary I understand you're in a gay space especially if you're a straight person working in a gay space or if you are a straight person going into a gay space respect gay spaces they are our place for us to be who we are without fear of of outside influences. This is where we get to be who we are. Where we get to be drunk. Where we get to be naked. Where we could do whatever the fuck we want. And if you come into our space, you are a guest. We will kick you out faster than you can say holy shit. I, I'm, a straight, I'm a straight up proponent of that. Especially if you're not respecting the queens when they are performing. And like, yeah, like you can be like the drunk girl, like going in and la la la. Okay, cool. You can have like your little cute little, I don't know, um, what do they call bachelorette party at a gay space? Cool. Awesome. Cute. But don't disrespect the queens. Don't disrespect the gay people in there. Because that's one thing that pisses me the fuck off. <laughs> respect. Respect the space, mama. Oh, that was a terrible tongue pop. Yeah. 
and oh, oh, one thing that like made me like oh, like you know, gave me gay, it gave me butterflies was like Deja was like I miss Maddie, and then they asked Jasmine, did you and Maddie ever make up? And Jasmine and Maddie they did make up, and they wrote her a little letter. Maddie wrote Jasmine a little letter is what I meant to say, and um, she says I'm not mad at you. You did what you had to do. I expect you to show this little country girl the big apple. And I was like, oh. And out of nowhere, Jasmine and Daya started reading the shit out of each other. Daya says, hmm, you could probably share next week because you're not going to be here. And then Jasmine's like coming from the girl who's been in the bottom. And then she's like, I've been consistently safe compared to you lip syncing last week. At least I'm not being compared to my mother every week. And I was like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Ooh, someone needs to, like, get a fan up in here. Ooh, because it's hot. There's too many burns. Ooh, if someone gets some ice water, someone needs to bring out a light in here because it's shady as fuck. It was so good. It was so good. I loved it. I loved it. Time to bring it to the runway. Runway. Run, 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 runway. Cover girl. Put the bass in your walk. Head to toe, make that pussy talk. I'm just kidding, that's not the lyrics. Um, but RuPaul is wearing this beautiful orange dress. It's so beautiful and tight. It's over the shoulder, it's sleeveless, it's gorgeous. It comes down, ruffle after ruffle after ruffle after ruffle after ruffle. It is so gorgeous against her skin. It's everything. And then she has like this little, this little thing that pops up on her shoulder. Beautiful. Zaldi always does a great job. Zaldi is a great designer, by the way. And you can follow Zaldi on Instagram because his stuff is the motherfucking shit, y'all. Okay, so T.S. Madison is a judge. Hey, she's a judge. And we love the trans representation because T.S. Madison is the bomb.com.org.co.uk because she E.B. dish fucking shit. I love T.S. Madison. And she just gives great advice to the girls. Um... But time for the runway, run, runway. First up is Miss Will Pill. She a baby pill. She a Will Pill. She a Will Pill. <laughs> Love Will Pill. And listen, her outfit is fucking fire. This is something that I wear to Folsom. It's black. It's leather. She has these hands going behind her that is holding her fucking hair up. I love the green glasses. The like um. The orange earrings. Oh my god. Like this is hot. And then like I was looking at her closely. And I was like she's just bearing her bare ass fucking skin. Oh mama. That shit is fucking tucked all the way to the back. And it is fire. Fire. This is a 10 out of 10 for me. Like ugh. I want to have sex in this. This is hot. The way that Willow explains it. She's always wanted to wear an outfit. That would look like she was given the biggest atomic wedgie in the world. And bitch, it looks like it. And let me tell you, her little ass cheeks look so well cute. so cute. It's just, just, you look cool ass cheeks. You just a little, like a little cute butt cheeks. You just want to. <laughs> but the outfit is so fire. Ugh. Yes, mama. Boshko. Boshko. She's next. <laughs> in case you haven't noticed. And oh my God, she legit looks like a fucking motorcyclist. Her, so she has a fucking weave all the way down to her fucking ass crack. But it does look like she just got out of the bag because she does have an indention in the back. I don't think anyone noticed, but I don't think anyone cares either. Because this look is fire. 
The chaps are so gorgeous. It's pink from head to toe. She has a headband that's full of spikes. Her bra is full of spikes. She has like these circle rings that are going, um, that are connecting her and her straps. She has a dog collar with a ring around it. She has like these, um, the fringes like hanging down from her wrist. This look is hot. I am turned on for Bosco. I am usually, oh my God. Yep. I, this is another outfit that I would definitely fuck her in Folsom. I don't want to fuck in it. I want to fuck her in it. That's how good it is. That's how fire it is. And that's how you should bring it to the runway. Miss Deja Sky is next. And she's out here looking like Bianca Del Rio. Looking like a straightful clown miss. <laughs> I don't like this at all. This is so gross. Okay, so listen. I, I love like pastel hairs but this hair needs to be thrown away because it doesn't look good with the outfit once at all period here's my thing with deja deja's outfits like it it's either one part really goes with either one part's really good and then the rest is like wah wah or it happens all the time i don't know man but this is not good the okay so she has there's just a lot going on so she has these puffs on her shoulders um, they kind of look like two separate outfits that she decided to bunch together. So it looks like a blue swimsuit and then like the blue doesn't match with like the cheetah print fabric that she used for her chaps and for the upper half for the sleeves and for the puffs. Um, it doesn't work well together. And then she's giving me like these fan out. Um, I forgot the, uh, why am I losing the term? It's like a fan out, um, bell bottoms at, at the bottom of her pants and it just and like it goes like up to her thigh where it starts like fanning out and i'm like no girl that should be fanning out at the very very bottom it's just too much and it may it's it's an eye fuck it's just too much like this is not a good outfit this is not my favorite thing in the world and bitch kind of be looking like pennywise with that hair oof, 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 oof. not a good look and not only that, every time that she absolutely walks, um, it like bunches up in that crotch because so it goes from her thigh up to her belly for, for, you know, for it to look like a chap. I mean, it doesn't look like chap and it just like bunches up and it's not a very strong fit. If she, if it would have been like absolutely skin tight, I think it would have been a lot better. But this, it just, it just keeps bunching up. And it's, like I said, it's not, it's not a good look. It's at all. Up next is Miss Carrie Colby. Obviously, Miss Carrie Colby is going to be coming out of that runway looking fucking fire as, uh, as always. Um, but he, um, here's my thing about the outfit. So she has this extremely long braided weave that goes straight down to the floor. So there's that. And then on top of that, her outfit is made out of hair and the hairs are not being purposely placed like i feel like she could have let the top half just like come down and it would have been fine but i feel like for the chaps she needs to make it look obvious that they're chaps so i definitely like a part in the middle part on the sides the way that is supposed to look because it it's not noticeable that this is chap it just looks like one big ass hairy outfit bitch be looking like a fucking chewbacca um, as RuPaul said, um, Chewbacca better do. <laughs> um, 
but it's not it's not obvious that it's chaps it, it it's not obvious and i and i was confused about the outfit she looks great in it don't get me wrong of course carrie colby always looks fucking great but it's not obvious and then like i feel like the hair is taken away from the outfit because of the fact that her hair is so long that it's to the floor and then she's holding onto it. She's swinging it. So it makes it look like that's like the main event when in reality it should have been the chaps. It's just taken away from it. Um, which is disappointing because Carrie Colby is the fashion queen of the season. And um, it's just a missed mark. And Miss Georges is next. Okay, y'all know that I love me some fucking Georges. I love Georges. I think she's one of my favorite queens in the world. Um, mainly because she's Mexican and because she's fucking fire and she looks gorgeous all the time. Um, but once again, we're out here with the brown panties. Um, she's out here with some lace on her arms and on her legs. Georges, you complete girl, you from Mexico. You a fucking bean burrito like my bitch ass. Like, you know what chaps look like because rodeo was created in Mexico. It created in my hometown. Well, not in my hometown. In my home state of Jalisco. Bitch, you should know. Where were you from, George? Are, are you from the north? I feel like you're from the north. Anyways, I'm from, like, middle. Um, You should know what chaps look like, mama. Bitch, we created country realness, bitch. Like, we showed the white people how to do it. Bitch, you should know how to do this, too. Um, but this is not chaps. Um, it's just a bra on a panty and lace. I love her hair because it reminds me of, like, very 90s and it reminds me of my tias. Um, but she looks gorgeous, but it completely misses the mark of the challenge. So not very good, George. Love you, but it missed the mark. Miss Aunt Julia is next. Now listen, this hoe might have fucking floundered during her challenge, but I think this outfit makes up for it because it is HTT Gorgiana, Gorgias, Gagatrandra, any other God makes sayings that are out there. It's fucking amazing. So it's, it's beautiful. It's like this beautiful gold and it's going against her skin. It's like skin tight. She has like these giant shoulder pads that are absolutely amazing. And then it cuts from her neck, like opens in the bust and it comes down like in her, like, uh, and by her ribs. That's gorgeous. And then from the bottom half, like it, it's like it opens up at the thigh and comes down to the leg and then it opens correctly where it should have like on her knee and it fans down. And this is what um, Deja Sky should have done because her is like coming up like by mid thigh. Hers is coming up by like her knee where it just starts fan fanning out and going into a bell bottom. And this is gorgeous. This is country. This is like, I feel like I should be in a pageant in Texas. I feel like I should be rooting for you. I feel like you're going to win the crown after this look. This is gorgeous. I love it. And hopefully this saves her from elimination this week. Jasmine Ketamine is next. Um, I hate this look. <laughs> I thought she was hilarious in this challenge, but this look is fucking terrible. So this is a graduation look. Um, that's about it. I mean, she has like the blue. I mean, she it's her school colors. She has like the graduation hat on. She has this big yellow ass hair that's not even the same color as the fucking chaps that she's wearing on her on her body man oh, this is such a miss um and the color's ugly as fuck i feel like i'm getting eye fucked this is not pretty um 
not only that, like it's so weird because in the middle, it's it's given. It, she's it's supposed to be like a nude illusion, and you have like the boobs out, and then like the you have like these two random ass yellow straps coming up that's coming on the side of the boob, and then one strap in the middle to like I guess give it a waist, and then it comes all the way down into a shoe. It's like it's like a shoe that comes all the way up to your ass. Ain't nobody want that. Um. This is terrible. I don't like this. Ew. Did great in the challenge, Jasmine Ketamine, but this is terrible. Ew. Okay. Now this is the gag of the fucking episode. You have Miss Lady Camden coming out, right? She has like this big white ass wig. She has like this like little furly thing like on around her waist. And then the gag happens. The bitch falls to the fucking floor. Everyone's like, oh, oh, oh my God. Are you okay? And then I remember like in the club, people were like, oh no, oh no, oh no, what's going on? Because let me tell you, falling on RuPaul's Drag Race, that's everybody's worst nightmare. Everybody's. But here comes a surprise, ladies and gentlemen. Here comes a surprise. Lady Camden comes up from falling from the floor with this fucking reveal drops the wig drops this little dressing that she has on puts on a fucking mustache and is giving us freddie mercury realness motherfucker like this outfit is fucking fire like she it's completely white with these thunderbolts that are black on the each side of the shoulder it, she has these rings that are connected to her to her chaps and then she has like those black thunderbolts running down from her side this is what i call a reveal this is what i call fire and and, and come on queen freddie mercury how can you fucking not this was epic and all the faggots in the club i knew went off they yelled, they screamed, they were like snapping their fingers going, yas, yas, yas. Everything, Lady Camden, everything. I don't think anyone else is going to top this reveal for a long while. And when I tell you this bitch sold it afterwards, bitch, the girl sold it. She going on her knees playing her air guitar. She was kicking. She was giving the finger gun. Let me tell you, mama. If you stay Freddy, you ain't gotta get Freddy. Cause she was Freddie Mercury. And last but not least, it's Miss Diabetica. Diabetica. Um I'm not a big fan of her outfit. She's giving executive realness, giving us like this really, really fancy hat without a top. Um She says that she's a working girl, but then at night she works even harder. Um, because she does have like these lace panties and you know these stockings that go all the way up to her thighs but here's my thing i don't like it because like if you look at the pant itself that's supposed to look like quote-unquote chaps even though it doesn't look like chaps it's just two giant tubes running down her legs this doesn't scream chaps to me i guess it's supposed to give professional realness with chaps but it doesn't read not like honestly if i were to watch this runway and literally look at it i would not get it same thing with jasmine's i would not get it i, I don't get it um but she did great in the challenge so i don't know it's hard to tell who's gonna be in the bottom who's gonna be on the top for this one but i don't know this outfit just isn't my favorite executive realness chaps is a wah, 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 wah. okay bitches so as we watch the daytona wind 
So, <laughs> what the fuck was I watching? And, like, I remember watching it the first time, and I just looked at it, and I was like, these bitches are farting. This is one whole big fart joke. Daytona win. <sighs> and then, like, Bosco's like, I should have seen this fucking coming. Like, there were so many, like, fart jokes in it that I should have saw this fucking coming. This is so obviously stupid. Give us another Emmy. Give us another <laughs> Emmy. I was just like laughing because this is like the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, who does this? Who? Uh, Listen, Mary. Okay, it's Drag Race. It's stupid. It's fun. It's okay. It's okay. It is what it is. Now, let's see who's top and let's see who's the bottom. Wait, hold on. Sorry, sorry. I'm getting a message. What? There's no bottoms today. What? Why? Ain't no bitch getting eliminated? Only tops? What? Bitch. Ugh, whatever. Okay. So apparently there's no bottoms. There's only tops of the weeks. The tops are George's, Jasmine, Lady Camden, Diabetti, and Will Poe. And after the judges' critiques, it comes to turn out that George's, Jasmine, and Bosco are safe, as well as Will Poe. And Lady Camden is one of the top two queens, along with Miss Diabetica. Now, these bitches are going to be lip syncing to one way or another. I'm going to find you. I'm going to get you, get you, get you, get you. I'm going to get you, get you, get you, get you. That part. Yeah, they're going to be doing that song. <laughs> Bye, Blonde. Ooh, let's see who's going to win this one, bitches. So let's get into this lip sync, shall we? So Ms. Diabetica is taking this song a little bit too seriously. She's just like mostly pointing, mostly looking serious, like giving you the uh, fierce supermodel face. She's smizing. She's just like, I'm going to get you, get you, get you, like being serious. Now Miss Lady Camden, oh my God, this fucking cunt nasty pussy on fire bitch is giving you everything that you want in life listen she did a turn and then a kick and then all of a sudden she's like running into a split and then she's throwing her legs up in the air and then she's like twerking she did like a middle split and then like goes all the way down and reaching and you know she's giving it so much camp so much hilarity it is the fucking best lady camden is giving you a performance of a lifetime miss diabetes said that she was gonna kick her ass well bitch that was <laughs> survey says that was a lie mary because you got spanked by lady camden there is no way that you were winning that sorry miss diabetica i like you but you got your ass spanked in this lip sync and it was so good so surprise surprise miss lady camden won and won five thousand i don't know actually i don't know what she won i wasn't even paying attention i just kind of skipped over it because i just want to watch the lip sync and then end this shit um <laughs> but miss diabetic or diabetic lost she's saved for another day and then miss lady camden won bitch she won um and no bitches went home because guess what nobody went home we're still with the same number of fucking cunts as we did last week um but yeah i guess we'll just see next week to see who goes home all right <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening i really hope that i i had the ability to entertain you today ow i just hit my face on the fucking microphone i hope you laughed i hope you peed.
peed. I hope you farted. I hope you queefed. Um, like I said, like make sure you guys are liking my podcast. Make sure you guys are leaving comments, questions, concerns, cuss words. I don't know. Maybe give me some ideas of things that you guys want to listen to. Because I am thebomb.com.org.co.uk and I'm fucking funny as shit, bitch. Make sure to give me five stars. Make sure you guys are watching out for whenever I put out a podcast because with this audition it's starting to become like every other week and one every other day. <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. I, I did one last week and then I'm doing one this week. But um, I promise I will get back onto the wheel because I want to finish this shit out because season one is almost done. We're halfway through. I'm excited. Um, Hopefully by next season it's going to be the fucking bomb.com. But, uh, you know, we're halfway through our season. <laughs> just like RuPaul said (laughs) just kidding Um, so thank you guys so much for listening and I will catch you guys next time deuces peace hasta la bye bye hasta la bye bye hasta la bye 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 bye